0: You are listening to an SAFM podcast, 104 to 107 nationwide. Stream us live on www.safm.co.za or via the SABC Plus app. SABC News, independent and impartial. Africa Brief, an overview of top economic stories on the continent with Victor Homueswana. Author of Africa is open for business and Africa bounces back.
1: Jumbo Vector, let's take a look at Worldcoin. They are committing to addressing security safety concerns after the suspension.
2: I'm Elvis. Now, who is Worldcoin? Worldcoin is one of those biometric. Cryptocurrency companies, they they literally went out of beta 24th of July. Out of beta I meaning they had a, a a solution which they were testing on a few people. They went out of beta and they were targeting to go to about 10 locations all over the world. It's a San Francisco-based company like most Artificial Intelligence or ICT companies are founded by the CEO of OpenAI, Sam Altman, with two other people. But if you're using biometrics, you're capturing people's information. Unfortunately, there was a report in May that the operators of this, Company WorldCoin had their credentials compromised. So imagine you have a bank that's trying to launch all over the world, and you get told that their operators or the few people who are operating branches had their credentials compromised. And that's why they are being questioned. Why, if you had your credentials compromised in May before you have comprehensively addressed those credentials, are you continuing in the developing countries? Bear in mind that Kenya is known for its ICT. Advances. So, it tends to attract a lot of entrepreneurs, especially from San Francisco or from Silicon Valley. And that's why I think WorldCoin got there. So, the authorities in Kenya suspended them on Monday when this came out. And they are saying, no, it's okay. We are still able, we are capable of restoring the confidence or earning the confidence of the public back. Let's see if they will do it. But this is scary. I'm one person who's not very comfortable with cryptocurrency. Now, when you hear credentials being compromised, it makes me even more nervous.
1: And an Angolan airline enters a strategic relationship with an SA based travel consortium.
2: Tag Airlines, you know, it isn't a company, uh, this is government owned. It's owned by the government of Angola. It has never really been able to grow much. It's got about 20, 21 aircraft in its fleet, but since the government of Joao Lawrence, especially the second term, Two weeks ago, there were was, was stories about them wanting to open flights to China. And now I saw one on Monday that they want to also open flight, five flights a week to the DRC, which will be a real plus, because there are not many flights to the DRC going across from the east to the west. You often have to go from the DRC to Johannesburg, and then you go back up into the DRC, into places like Lubumbashi. So opening those direct flights from Angola would make the travel between these two Central African countries countries a lot easier. But, the, the, of course, the issue is, will they be able to make this company a uh, relationship work? Well? They are in a business relationship with the biggest company, Elvis, has the world travel. And the reason is, is simple. If you get into an alliance, or strategic alliance with a, a, a network of travel agencies that's been around for decades, you are trying to capture the market that those, that travel agency has been able to capture. It looks like Angola might be onto something here. I thought they are only focusing on getting their diamond business going, their oil business going, but it looks like they are going to get the tourism exciting. And with and if, if Intra-Africa trade happening, Elvis, this is the best time. There are many small airlines that are trying to get in the game.
1: And in Nigeria, Amcon recovers 1.6 trillion naira debt in 10 years.
2: Exactly. What is Amcon? Amcon is the Asset Management Corporation of Nigeria, a very important part of the reconsolidation or the, the solidification of the financial services industry. If you recall, that 20 years ago, Nigerian banks were just not since you play with because 419 scam was everywhere. And what happened during the government of Goodluck Jonathan? He, he, he founded this company to try and get assets back. Any corrupt activities, they went after assets that went missing. As you know, people will steal money from developing countries, especially in developed economies. They went after all this. They were selling some assets. They were consolidating banks, taking some of the banks that were weak and putting them under curatorship. Mm-hmm. And they did very well because the banking sector of Nigeria now is very solid. But the problem, Elvis, is getting the money back, the stolen money back from the people. Who are all over the world because what they have been doing, the people who are being Mm -hmm. targeted by Amcon, they have been finding a third party. So I'm going after Elvis because we suspect he might have done Mm -hmm. some assistance while he was CEO of a bank, and he finds Marumo to say no. The assets that you are looking for are not owned by Elvis but by me. Now, if I have a court case against Elvis, I'm going to have to now deal with Marumo at the same Mm -hmm. time. Sorry for using your names, gentlemen. You're not corrupt, (laughs) but that's more or less what it means. But they have been Mm -hmm. doing very well. Covering stolen items, but they're going to run into this legal
1: battle. Thank you, Victor Homoshwana, the author of Africa's Open for Business and Africa Bounces Back, his latest book. He's also the Executive Director for Marketing and Communication at University of Limpopo.
0: You can find SAFM Current Affairs on 104 to 107 nationwide. Our podcasts are available for download on all our digital platforms. SAFM, leading the conversation.